to look back, I, you know, I graduated from college in 2006, and that was a time when people were still telling me, oh, you know, if you graduate, you get a job at a small newspaper, and then maybe you'll work your way up to getting a job at a little larger newspaper, and then maybe you'll go to a regional newspaper, and then maybe you'll go to Washington. And that, that model is fundamentally broken. There is not that, there's not that system that people can go through in the same way as they could even 15 years ago. That's Kate Shepard. She's a teaching associate professor at the UNC School of Media and Journalism. She's also the senior enterprise editor at the Huff Post. Welcome to Well Said, Carolina's official storytelling podcast. At Carolina, Kate is a faculty fellow in the Reese News Lab, which is looking to reshape the future of journalism. Kate tries to fix the current broken model of journalism through one of the classes she teaches, called Creating Tomorrow's News Products. The future of journalism, Kate says, is going to be much different. If we're looking out 15 years from now, it's going to look even it's going to look totally different than it does right now. It looks totally different than it did 15 years ago. So these students are the people who are going to be really thinking creatively about what are the products that we are going to create, what are the needs that we're going to fulfill, and then how do we build that business model behind it. And so I hope that these are the students who are going to figure out that challenge because we haven't yet. The class covers things like audience engagement and data analysis, but it's mainly focused on building a sustainable business model for a news product. I kind of describe it as kind of a, almost like a, a forward-moving spiral because I have to teach the concepts of, of desirability and feasibility and viability and how do you apply that to real-world situations. And then we, we go through those processes several times and like think of some problem sets and then think of some ideas that we might use to solve it. And then we go through some testing and then often we realize that our original idea was wrong. Either we had the problem, we didn't understand the problem as well as we could, or we didn't understand the customer base as well as we could. And so then we kind of go back through that 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 circle of process and say, okay, like what's the real problem here? Or is there a different problem we're gonna, we need to tackle? And then what would a solution look like? And then can we build the model behind it? You kind of go through this process repeatedly in order to get to something that is the strongest idea you could possibly have at the end of the semester. Students spend the semester going through the process of developing an idea. This semester, we have students who are working on helping identify sponsored content and teaching people about what that looks like and how do you identify it in things that you're reading. I have a group looking at how do you construct more meaningful and in-depth relationships among alumni that goes beyond like the LinkedIn networking that we're all familiar with, but how do you make more meaningful and deeper connections? And then I have a group that's looking at virtual reality and how you might use it to teach people cooking. The class culminates with pitch day, when students present their ideas to potential investors. With the judge panel, we're looking for people who have experience in the industries that students are looking at and can give them constructive feedback on their idea. So sometimes they're folks from technology, sometimes they're folks from education, sometimes they're folks from the business, or uh, we often get ideas that relate to food and beverage industry. So we get people who have relevant experience there with the idea of getting the students meaningful feedback from people who have gone through these processes themselves and really understand like what it takes to make an idea a business. In this class, and especially on pitch day, these journalism students are learning skills they'll need throughout their careers. So I think there's a couple elements, not just the pitches that's important to learn how to talk about your ideas and present them. 
but also to think about the business aspect of it. To, to explain how you might make this a real product and how you might fund it is a really crucial key, a crucial thing for journalists. And we don't tend to get that in a lot of our other classes. And so the pitch day itself has that aspect of just, you know, how do I present and you know, define and hone these ideas in a way that's going to be, you know, could be presented to an audience in five minutes or less. So it's uh, there, there's that aspect of the pitch day itself. But I would say that the important part of the semester overall, especially for journalism majors, is you know, how do we come up with ideas, right? How, how do we decide that whether those ideas are, are worth producing? How do we decide when we abandon an idea and walk away? I teach it in a way that you could use it for a variety of different things, not just news per se, but what does that process look like and how do we think about those things? Uh, and we always start from, I teach them to start from a problem and not from a solution. So often we're like, well, wouldn't it be cool if we had this thing? And you're starting from the solution, right? You're starting from this assumption that you know what the thing is that people need, which includes a lot of assumptions about what you think their problem is and why they have it and how they how they deal with that problem. The most important thing we teach is to step back and understand your users and their problems and how you might help them solve it. In the news, you know, we're always assuming things about our readers and what we think that they want out of us, but stepping back and talking to those people and figuring out what it is they need and how you might provide it and what the gaps are uh, in the current marketplace that you might be able to fill is the first and probably most important step. Then Kate helps the students determine whether or not their idea is practical. Can we produce this thing that we've come up with? What are the challenges in creating it, whether they're technological or information or time and manpower. There are a lot of different feasibility challenges that students grapple with throughout the semester. And then once you figure that out, can you make it sustainable? Is it a viable option? Could you build a business plan behind it that would actually be able to pay you to keep doing that to perhaps turn a, turn a profit? Or, you know, a lot of people end up going into this, a nonprofit model. And are there people who are willing to fund it, whether they're donors or foundations or some other model that you might put behind it that you know, is is more of the nonprofit way of thinking of things, but it's still a way, it's still enough money to keep your business going. I think one of the most important things we learn in the class is that not making money does not make you a nonprofit. <laughs> you still have to make money as a nonprofit. You can't just say, oh, we didn't make money. Let's be a nonprofit. Uh, so teaching the students those ideas. I think it's really important for journalists because so often what you learn in school is about how to do the job of a journalist and to write stories and to talk to sources and to investigate. And those are all really important things. But if you look out into the world right now, the places that you might do that are struggling to build a financial model. And if we want to have good journalism and pay journalists to do that work, it's kind of incumbent upon all of us to figure out what those models are going to look like going forward and how do we make sure they both have a sustainable business plan and are responsive to customer demands. We're not in a world where journalists can afford to ignore the business reality. And students, if they can learn that early, I think... We'll do a whole lot better out in the world. Teaching this class also helps Kate in her role at the HuffPost. We're all like struggling. All of the journalism world is struggling. HuffPost is certainly not alone in that. And for me, it's I, I get the sort of vitality and interest and enthusiasm from students. Um, and I also, it helps me think about things that we're applying in our newsroom. I mean, our newsroom is, is undertaking new projects and both entrepreneurial ideas and then also ways to, to change, our, change and adapt our business model to the current times. So I get both excitement and enthusiasm from the students that I take back into my work and also just ideas about what we might be doing different in, in our newsroom. And I think I can bring the, the real talk to the students that like even at a digital native online publication that 
is owned by a very large corporation, like we're struggling too. So like we haven't figured out the answers and you know, it's, it's all of our job to figure it out. Want to learn more about how the Reese News Lab is reshaping the future of journalism? Then go to reesenewslab.org. And if you have a great story idea to share with us, send us an email at wellsaid at unc.edu or tweet us at UNC. Thank you for listening to this episode of Well Said. See you next week.